0: Greetings to all our fellow parents out there, and welcome back to another episode of the Parenting Podcast. I am your host, Cheryl Lang, and I'm thrilled to have you here. In this era of ever-advancing technology, the challenges of modern parenting can sometimes feel overwhelming. I mean, have you ever found yourself so frustrated that you consider just raising the white flag and surrendering on that digital battlefield. Believe me, you are not alone. We've all been there. And that's precisely why we have devoted this series to unraveling the intricate relationship between families and their digital devices. Today, we'll explore the pivotal role you play as a media mentor for your family. You are the guiding force steering your loved ones through this ever-changing world of cyber possibilities. Together, we'll explore the complexities and challenges of incorporating digital devices into your daily lives and seek to define a media balance tailored for your unique family. Listen in now as we offer idea, inspiration, and the company you need on this expedition to make technology work for your family rather than against it.
1: Hey, Christy. You were talking about chickens, and I didn't get to hear the story. What was your chicken story? What were
2: you telling Did you guys us? know that we had chickens? No. Oh, yes. It was my was my this? chicken era. Uh, like a time ago? You know, I'm a seven on the Enneagram, so I have an era for everything. <laughs> and I had a chicken era. I got the bright <laughs> idea that we were going to have enough chickens to have eggs for Aww. our family of six. And we live smack in the middle of the suburbs. So. Yes. I don't even think we were legally supposed to have them. So <laughs> how sitting. many chickens do you need for that big of a family? Well, we, twice as many as what we had, probably. <laughs> okay. So we had chickens, we got them as chicks. <laughs> and I mean, before the chicks, I did all the library books, watched all the videos, read all uh-huh. the blogs. Yeah. Got the chicks, built the 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 tractor, you know, coop yeah. thing.
1: You were a chicken prepper. Got a fit. I was a
2: chicken prepper. We built a little fence in our little bitty uh, suburban no. yard, the whole thing. We named them um, all of it. Uh, so, naming them means they are
0: layers, not eaters.
2: Yes. Okay. Except for the one we thought was a hen who turned out to be a rooster. Then he had to go live with a friend on a farm. But I think he was there dinner very quickly. But yes, we went all in on this chicken thing until the first winter. <laughs> and we realized gunkle girls are not farmers. It was cold to, you know, go out and chip the ice. And and wow. then a hawk came and there was death involved and blood. <laughs> and we abandoned ship very quickly.
0: It didn't it, look it, like the beautiful videos. I mean, for a season, you know. It, the first two weeks. It, yeah. I think we
2: lasted, I think we got early summer. And I think we lasted almost a year. Did you get At any least. eggs? Oh yeah, and it was great because you know you'd go to make like a brownie recipe uh, or something, and you'd be to short an egg, and I'd say, well, let's just you know do these chores yeah. and wait an hour, and somebody will lay us an egg, and we'll yeah. just go out and grab one. So, did yeah. you ever get one where there's a chicken inside? Of well, we didn't have a rooster. Oh, that's right. Do we need
0: to have a talk, Ellen? Bees <laughs> talk or a chicken and the rooster? <laughs> we well, thought we might want to do chickens too until we had close friends. That Had chickens, was and it Christy? Kid, <laughs> <laughs> and my kids said, No way, uh-huh, no. Uh-huh. best laid plans, right? Right, yeah. right,
1: that's so punny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that really wasn't, yeah. This <laughs> is <You're> a natural, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I've had so many things. Oh, this is what we're going to do, and mm-hmm. just a hundred percent, I've all had this all in thing. head first, yeah. So Uh-oh. Uh, this is sort of the introduction of what we're going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> but instead of chickens, we're going to continue our conversation on media. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. And how in the world do we as families figure out what to do with screens and devices and media in our families? Yeah. And, you know, we've been talking about some of the stats and the big issues, and uh, we don't want to do what happened with you, Christy, and the chickens, information and knowledge. They put up with no balance. Right. Yes. Okay. It, I remember, um, well, after we lost Bill, I was so concerned about yeah. of our family's health. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. So I was going to be so strict about what we ate. And I mean, talk about legalistic and kids, we're only going to do this and we're never going to have sweets and Mm. have no sugar in the house. And we won't touch meat, just all in. Right. No latitude for taste or anything like balance. And then Thanksgiving's coming and the kids finally had the courage to go, mom, Mom, (laughs) what about Thanksgiving? Because there's nothing healthy in our Thanksgiving. Off-limit foods. It's all Uh stuff. And and I kind of, in that conversation, realized, okay, I've moved too far right, in for yeah, what right. we can really manage as a family and pull it back. And- right.
1: Well, I think that's true on the topic we're going to talk to. You know, if you want to change your family's diet, you don't do it the way you were saying. Exactly. You gradually introduce mm-hmm. things. You give everybody a chance to change their palates.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. But another commonality between the two is... You were driven by great concern, yeah. for good health. And Raw
0: fear is really okay. What I was. Okay, <laughs> was valid, valid,
2: fear. right? But I was just terrified. Yeah. But that same thing can be true in the area of sure uh, uh, technology and screen usage yeah. too. The the stats are horrifying, yes, right? And the effects are horrifying to think about. Yes. And so the temptation is to run to the other extreme, yeah. But then the reality is, here we are in 2023, moving forward, it's only going to be more and more tech-driven.
0: And so, parents, that's what we want to do. We're going to share a lot of ideas and different approaches. And what we want you to do is take what benefits you, Mm -hmm. listen to the stats, and decide. That's what we want to say. You figure out as a family... What is your philosophy? right. How do you want to approach it? And so how about if we do that? We talk about the different things and then they can pick and choose how they decide they want to establish their media plan to mm-hmm. be media mentors for their family.
2: Yeah, I think that's great. I, th- I think intention is is yes. what we're cheering for. I'll yeah. speak as the resident Gen Xer in the room, <laughs> raising Gen Zers, and it's, it's an upstream swim for sure. But yes. if, if we can do things with intention then I I think we're one step ahead.
1: And that leads to a plan, Mm -hmm. which is important. You know, it's good to get a philosophy, uh, you know, philosophy slash intention. Yeah. But then it's really good to now, how do I implement that? And that's the hard part because in our heads, it all works really well. Right, (laughs) right.
2: And then at 3.30 on a Tuesday. Yes.
0: Mom's giving in first. Yes, exactly, (laughs) exactly. And that's really what we want to do. We want to empower you, share information, but then you do with it what works for your family. And remember, we alluded to this, that it's evolving. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because let's say you have three children under five, we're going to approach this a different way. Mm -hmm. And some of the things we want to equip you with is different from somebody that has preteens and teens or very established habits, because that's a two different worlds. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's evolving on the timeline,
2: too. Yes. Like I've talked about before, tech was different with my yeah. older two kids than it has been with my younger two kids. Absolutely. And so if you have three kids under yes. five right now, your world's going to look a lot different in about 10 years, not just because of their ages, but because of the exposure and, a, and tech that's available.
1: And we can't function without it. because right. It's just geared every day more and more and more.
2: So I think of comparing it a little bit to you know how we manage our finances, how we manage yeah. our food choices, you know, we're aiming for stewardship of yeah. the excellent that's good the yeah. resources that we have to utilize in our lives.
0: Well, and we're not just saying run away from all media. Like right. You're saying let's emphasize choice and quality over quantity. Yes. But not just everybody cut your screen usage in two. Right. But look at what you're doing. And so we're going to kind of have a landscape approach. And then you pick and choose and maybe use some of the ideas we share. Mm -hmm. And it kind of starts with
1: you and your spouse.
0: Right. Because you
1: need to be in agreement on that. Mm -hmm. And that can be hard because one may be a really big media person and, you know, talking through the issue together as a couple and what you want to see in your family.
2: Right. Well, I think to take that one step further, you know, get on board with your spouse. And then I, I think I mentioned it before, but I just love the idea of a community of parents being on the same, wow. with the same yeah. mindset. So yeah. whether that's your, you know, your kids' uh, classmates at school mm-hmm. or their friend yeah. group or their sports team, have these conversations with those people yeah. that are closest to your kids' lives so that you're not swimming upstream alone right. when you're making these choices.
0: And we really want to emphasize you are the vital quantity in all of this, parent. You are the one that matters. We want you to take hold to decide what you're going to do and how you're going to do it. And then you can begin to help your
1: children. Because right. for most kids, putting some limits on screen time for most families, that's going to be a withdrawal process. Mm-hmm. And it may be for you and your spouse. Yeah. It may be a withdrawal process. And so it's not something you do overnight. Mm -hmm. It's something you're going to have to slowly introduce to your family. Mm -hmm. If you have younger children, it'll be a lot easier. But, you know, in an established home with all ages of children, the older they are, the harder it's going to be.
2: Yeah. I think step one in making a change like this with your kids would be. Casting vision and getting them to buy in on the why, yeah, and really focusing on the reason you have these values. You know, yes. we we want to take good care of our minds. We want to take good care of our relationships and have the positive side of things. Very good. Instead of just putting down the hammer with right. the rules, I think you know, even especially young kids, they're just, I think they're just like team oriented. Yes. They like to be part of something that's good yes. and and working towards something good together. And so I think if you can get kids to, you know, even have cute little chants or whatever it takes to get them to buy into it.
1: Except for what I do with my kids by accident. I didn't realize this was going to happen, but I would always tell them, we don't watch a lot of TV because I don't want you to be a vegetable. So, of course, (laughs) what do you think they said to their (laughs) friends? You have vegetables for (laughs) brains. (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah, there's yes. always that,
1: that risk.
0: Okay. Because we want to do all of this in grace. Yes. Uh-huh. So I, how about if we talk some now about balance? Okay. How can we help parents have a balance between healthy screen conduct and then in-person, like social interaction and activities? So let's, what would be some things yeah. y'all would suggest for us to try and approach the balance?
1: Well, I think one of the first things, because I think our goal is maybe to kind of limit screen time and make sure that the screen time we have is quality time, Mm -hmm. we have to look at ourselves Mm -hmm. and maybe spend a week looking at how much time am I spending and how am I going to reduce my time? Because it's really hard then to go to the rest of your family and say, "Okay, we're not going to do this anymore. We're not going to sit all the time in front of the TV, phone, Mm -hmm. computer or whatever it is that you're using for your screens. Right. So... That's probably the starting place. Be- and if your children are used to a lot of screen time, you're going to have to slowly withdraw. Mm-hmm. And slowly, you can't just go, now you can only have one every week. right? That's that's probably going to freak them out.
2: But yeah, I think taking an inventory of what we're actually doing is surprising. It always is yeah, to scary. me whenever I'm like, yeah. oh, my word, 20 minutes has gone by. How much other no. time am I wasting away? Could and I, I know on a good. lot of the
1: phones... You know, they can keep track of how much yep. and they'll tell you at the end of the week, you were on the phone, your screen, whatever, mm-hmm. so many hours. But that would be probably a first start just even for yourself because I didn't realize I was using my phone that yep. much.
0: Yeah, just some self-awareness. Yeah. That's good. So that'd be a simple first step. Mm-hmm. On all your devices, start having timers. There are so many free apps. I know Apple's have it mm-hmm. and Google has it also. Mm-hmm. Free things so you can know how much screen time. Mm-hmm. So maybe. That would be a place to start before you institute changes. Right,
1: just to get an idea. That you
0: are gathering sort of like, um, I don't know, the COO at a, uh, or CFO at a business. First, they need to know mm-hmm. how much money are we spending and how much money is coming in. Mm-hmm. That you begin with that before you say, let's fire people or build a new building. Right. Just to give an overview. Yeah. That that would be an initial step. And I agree with you, Ellen. It's shocking. Because yeah. you get so used to it, you're just dulled to it, and you don't realize suddenly how much, how out of line this is. And that's where you come back as a couple or as a single parent to say, this is way out of line with what I think. Or you might find out, oh, this is really balanced. I mm-hmm. didn't realize we were right. there.
2: Yeah, I think I think another thing about that is it's the habit. You uh-huh. know, it, yeah. it's just the habit of having your phone so readily available oh I don't know let me look that up I don't know you know and then getting sidetracked or having your laptop just laying there on the counter well let me let me research that real fast and so you know I I grew up our tv was literally always on I mean we never turned it off I think we had a repairman come once and he was like well when is the time you turn this (laughs) off (laughs) like oh we don't turn it off but I think that's the the equivalent of that now yeah. is just always having your phone in your pocket or your yes. your iPad on the table, or and so maybe having more intentionality in putting the devices away when you're done using right. them, rather mm-hmm. than just having them in arm's reach at all time, might be kind of a equivalent of that. Because you're not TV even off.
0: saying limit your time on them, just, just make it turn less it off. less available. And I think that's a brilliant idea that we start practicing turning it off right when we're not intentionally using it. Yeah. You know? yeah, And kind of in keeping with that, a little more proactive step into this trying to find balance would we'll begin to look for other things to do when the media is off. Mm-hmm. Right? And, you know, we haven't gotten to the point of establishing how much we are or aren't going to do, right. mm-hmm. but just begin to have activities available, mm-hmm. particularly the younger your children are, trying to Um, give them opportunities to be interested in other things. Right.
2: I think a good way to do that, and we we did this for a season when we were trying to back off TV usage when my kids were probably like elementary age, I think, Um, finding the things that we wanted to make sure we got in every day. So we wanted to get a certain amount of activity, physical activity in. We wanted to get a certain amount of reading in. We wanted to get a certain amount of like face-to-face relational time And so by the time we got all those things done, we kind of ran out of time. Yeah. Like I even had my kids, some of my kids had little Fitbits. And so I would say this many steps before we could watch oh, TV. Oh, that's oh, good. good. And so I think if yeah. you have, you know, kind of that big rocks mentality of getting these positive things in it's first, really and then it's not a no screens you know, rule. Right. It's just like, let's focus on the good.
0: Yes, because as we weaned our family off of television, um, it was the same thing, filling those or is yes. this something else? Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things that in my own life, and I'm so glad I did it, is I found books again. Yeah. So for me, I got some books, but I would have to discipline myself mm-hmm. yeah. to say, I'm going to choose to sit and read for a while. That's and good. And just kind of get myself back into reading right. and enjoying other things. Mm-hmm.
1: And that's sort of how we raised our children. And we, uh, because both Mike and I are pretty avid readers, we would also encourage our kids, take your book for an hour. Mm-hmm. And that encouraged them to kind of start to gravitate to books and other activities. It could be, you know, draw something, make something, especially if your children have been used to a lot of screen time, you have to give them some positive things to put their energy right, yeah. in. Yeah. Otherwise, they're just going to follow you around asking, Same, can we... They're <laughs> yes. yeah. and they their bored. Yes.
0: Exactly. Really, because right. yeah. we are, as we've said before, and everybody knows screens entertain us and yes one time i was talking with someone they said well why would you say that i go why is it easier to watch a movie than to read the book right yes and they go that's true mm-hmm. and i actually somewhere there's a you know everybody has statistics and everything the different level of energy it takes right, to read to watch a movie compared to just reading right. something mm-hmm. it's an incredible amount and that's just physical but mental energy emotional energy so the compassion I have for parents weaning themselves off mm-hmm. or kids. I like the idea of what you said, Ellen. Good positive things that they would enjoy mm-hmm. instead of saying, "No, we're going to count rocks right. instead of watching, <laughs> you know, SpongeBob SquarePants." Uh-huh. I don't know if they do they still have him. Yeah, sure. Find him somewhere. But yes. that's what I mean. Not. To take that hard approach, yeah, a very yeah. understanding approach and look for fun things to do. Right. I knew a family who had a, they
2: had a little bit older kids, I think upper middle school, high school, and they were trying to be intentional in this area. And they had a competition to see who could have the least amount of screen time well, in a day. And I thought that was yeah. kind of a fun spin on things. Yeah. You know, parents were included in that. Yeah.
0: Well, we've talked kind of about in positive ways. And one of the things that um. I've had parents concerned, and I've had professionals that have talked to me about it. And it's, how do you know when it's really an unhealthy response Mm -hmm. to screens? Yes. Um, You know, there's the word addiction, but not even addiction. How would you know if this is a normal response Mm -hmm. about it? Mm -hmm. or
1: A dependence.
0: A A dependence or something unhealthy. Uh,
1: You know, since my children are all old and gone now, but... But I can remember friends who the parents would turn off the TV or the screens and the kid would have a meltdown. So -hmm. that's a big sign, Mm -hmm. you know, that they couldn't just move away and do something else.
2: Well, I think I think we all know our kids and we know what their their tantrums or their reactions look like and what we can gauge the extent of their emotion. And so you might just think of that, too, like when they're asked to turn the video game off, is the response I'm seeing something that I would expect to see? Or is it something that seems very aggressive? Yes, it's
0: really good. I think maybe the word would be disproportionate. Yes. Christy, yeah. That Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not doing something I enjoy and someone stops me. Mm-hmm. I'm not happy. Mm-hmm. Right. But is it an unhealthy response? Mm. You're seeing with little ones or big ones, because I have moms that talk to me all the time about their teens and video games, and they go, how do I know if it's moved into the unhealthy? And I think disproportionate response. Mm -hmm. Also, if you find that they're lying about it. Yeah. yeah. Sneaking. Sneaking Mm -hmm. Sneaking to get it on. Really to tell you there's something more here than just missing a game or enjoying checking your screens and devices. Or they um,
1: can't figure out how to engage in mm-hmm. something new, mm-hmm. something to do, because they're so used to having
2: screen time. Right. Or their interests start changing, yeah. where there are things that they used to enjoy doing, and now yeah. they've got this new game wow. or this new app that they're really being consumed yes. by.
0: And, and I know that's typical. Like, I've had parents approach me many times, particularly about their younger teen sons saying they're obsessed with this Mm -hmm. okay obsession it comes with the age they enjoy it this is the new whatever right game that just came out or whatever is the mom you don't know i'm on the 300th level i've got Uh it so it's youthful enthusiasm right and in
2: the beginning there's going to be some of that if it's a new thing for
0: them but like the lying really having a very strong reaction. All those mm-hmm. kind of things, I would be yeah. concerned about yeah. those. Yeah, that's good. We're out of time today. We kind of waded in the water of maybe begin here, mm-hmm. and then we right. can come back. I want to do that and say, here's some more practical steps. Right.
1: Well, I think first steps is what we kind of talked about in the beginning. Maybe for a week or two, you kind of watch your family's habits yeah. and see actually see for a fact how much screen time there is what kids are using the most screen time, Mm -hmm. how much you use, because that'll kind of set up, okay, how's this going to look as we start to change our habits?
2: Right. Just being more mindful and and asking yourself so that you can communicate to your kids, why is this even important? Why why should I be motivated to work in this area? That's a good question.
0: instead of saying, oh, no, this is another big thing I have to do in parenting, but to be excited. That maybe this is an area we want to reclaim and use for different things and to take control as the parents. Yeah, and,
2: yeah. And, and remembering too that even though you're going to get some resistance from your kids as you're making these changes, it really is a gift to, that you're giving yes. your kids to Very. take into their adulthood.
0: Yes. Excellent. So, with that, parents, we would say, remember, hang in there, keep loving, keep persevering because it's worth it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Today, we've been investigating a number of the facets of the complexities of the cyber universe and its impact on families. I encourage you to reflect on how you can foster open dialogues about digital goals and values within your own family. I'd love to hear and learn from your journey. Just reach out to us on our website, through social media, or simply text CONTACT at theparentingpodcast.com. As we've emphasized from the start, the complexity of this issue can really feel discouraging. So it's essential to grant yourself grace as you grow, learn, and adapt. Just like the rest of life, this is a continual process as well that evolves over time as you and your family matures And as technology advances, be sure to join us in the upcoming episodes where we'll guide you through the process of crafting a personalized family media plan to help your family thrive in this digital age. Thank you for being a part of our TPP community. Until next time, remember that you have the capability to utilize technology to nurture and steward your family with love, knowledge, connections, and intentionality. I look forward to having you with us again next time at the Parenting Podcast.